Um, okay, it says it's says it's all recording. Right. So. Um, all right, here we go. Welcome to Cali Claptrap. Uh, today we have Timothy Shermer back on. Welcome, Timothy. Hi, how you doing? Awesome. So this is our uh, second take. We're uh, trying to do the best of 2020, get into it a little bit late, um, but uh, hopefully it will be enjoyable for all of you. Um, so Tim, I had a question for you. So, you know, thinking about, you know, the different songs that we have on here, uh, what, what do you think usually goes in for you? Like, how, how does the song usually stand out as far as making your best of list? That's a great question. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird because like, um, especially in 2020, you know, a lot of stuff was kind of, there were a lot of like archival recordings that were coming out and a lot of stuff, you know, people just kind of like, um, they weren't able to tour to support it. So I think there was, uh, people were um, a lot more, um, I don't know, people were a lot more adventurous with, with stuff, um, with new stuff that they were recording, I think in a lot of cases. So um, in, in previous years, um, I think like I would use kind of like ambition or adventurousness as a as a measuring stick for for something that I like in a song. But I think there's a lot more of that this year. So um, I don't know. It was really tough for me to to pick to narrow it down as the yeah, short answer. Yeah, um, I, agree. I don't know if you had the same same thing. Yeah, I uh, also um, kind of had a variety here. I mean, for it's hard to make a best of. Um, so I think, you know, I try to come up with some, just a, a variety of stuff that I think interests me the most and, uh, just sort of stands out, you know, music wise, as far as catching my ear, grabbing me, um, what I think maybe will interest people also as far as just different stuff. Uh, the first song I got here is, uh, wasn't on the original top 10, but I, I thought it, you know, for me, there's a lack, there's, there's been a growing lack of like what I consider either true rock or true punk music. Um, and this is one that I thought sort of fell into that category. So it was nice sort of just to have something because most of my list, well, it kind of ranges to jazzy poppy kind of stuff. But this, I, you know, for being the only kind of true rock song that I heard was kind of like that stuck out to me. So this one's called Housewarming Party from uh, Joyce Manor. Know very little about them. Uh, looking up here, they're, they're a band formed in 2008 from California. Just had a nice little vibe to it. All right. you have to love that <laughs> yeah that's the whole song minute four song you can't go wrong with minute four songs so all right uh so my first my first selection i kind of i was kind of shuffling around with the order from last time as well so this was the the last um for our last take this was the, the final one on my list and i decided to move this up to the top um this is on um kurt vile's ep that he put out um think last fall sometime like September October I could be wrong um uh he um I think there's there's six songs on it um this is the last one it's called Pearls um
um kind of bluesy um acoustic guitar kind of thing that he's he's come to come to be known for that kind of, that kind yeah. of songwriting so one of the things you know I, I enjoy about doing this with you is you know they, i'm not sure if you've heard this before but they say like the music that's most memorable to you in your life usually happens around like 17 18 or something like that yeah um and you know a lot of this stuff like just in, like just doing this right now kind of forces me to kind of do a deeper dive into these people i was not aware he was he was the oh lead guitarist of the war on drugs yeah founding member he didn't stick around for too long but um, okay but yeah he was he i think i, I don't want to be wrong on that i'm pretty sure he's a founding member of, of the war on drugs but yeah um you now the you, war on drugs like they're still going is that yeah they're still oh, that's going. that's right they they i'm trying to think when they're it's been a couple years i think i think their their most yeah, right. record was yeah, maybe they, 2018 okay um, oh it looks like they okay their last last record was 2017 but they put out a live album in 2020 mm. okay. that's cool i had no idea yeah um, he was a founding member it looks like Okay, cool. Yeah, he's a Philly guy. Um, uh -huh. I, I've never seen him live. He's he's near the very top of my list um, for um, yeah. wanting to see live when we can go kind of do that kind of thing again. But um, yeah. that tune. Um, all right. Yeah. So next up, I have. Um, I think it was an album that came out pretty early in 2020 um, by Jeff Barker. Uh, sweet for Max Brown and there and also looking up him I was not aware he was uh, a member of the band Tortoise are, are you familiar with him I'm familiar with Tortoise I did not I um did not know his yeah. name with so this that. is again yeah. I, I, we were talking on the last podcast we did about how sometimes at least for me I have to listen to something multiple times for it to kind of either click with me or, or fully kind of uh you know, sort of grasp it and stuff. And, and this is one that the whole album has, each song sort of is uh, a jumble in the sense that it, it's a lot of moving parts. It doesn't seem like it all goes together, but uh, the the sounds in it are amazing. It's hard for me to kind of compare what I think it's like, but um, definitely a, it's like a sample of all, all different really uh, intricate kind of music and stuff. So this one is called uh, Fusion Swirl. Yeah, definitely. And I want to say like his daughter is also like um, a, a co-performer with him on, on this album. Cool. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, I have not listened, listened to this album. I, I'd heard a couple other things about it. Um, 
and just never got around to it. But um, yeah. but yeah, that was really cool. Um, all right, my next next selection, um, I've got um, "Actress" by Skylar Gudaz. Um, kind of a, a lesser known uh, name, probably to most people listening, probably. Um, kind of like a uh, more like singer songwriter kind of thing. She's um reason I uh, originally heard of her record that came out last year is uh, she's um, based in in Durham, North Carolina. I'm uh, from the Raleigh area and um, I had read about read about the record in some some uh, local publications. I think I read like an Indie Week article on it or something. Um, but I, I uh, was really blown away by by the whole album and just the, uh, the thought the songwriting was really phenomenal. Uh, throughout the whole thing it kind of gave me kind of almost a uh, shades of uh, uh, Joni Mitchell almost but with more of a full band uh, behind her so uh, this is actress like a pretty neat song yeah her voice i couldn't quite think of it when i was listening to her um and joni mitchell might be it but it definitely reminds me of someone but it also is very unique in itself it's uh so yeah she i, I like to check out more of her album mm-hmm. uh next song i have is it's kind of a cut up of uh wop um wop's been sort of a, a lot of uh, on the best of uh, 2020 um, but this version I like is uh, by Ben Shapiro and I think <laughs> a lot of the when we you know with music and stuff the crossover sometimes and how it affects culture uh, and the relevancy of that I, I thought this was sort of a kind of a one of my favorite artistic kind of top 10 uh, of this sort of cut up just to hear the old conservative Ben Shapiro kind of perform not even perform but just kind of you know, sort of like upset that this song came out and stuff. I so call it a performance. I, it's, yeah, it's, it's a performance definitely. in its own right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So hopefully the sound comes through. I'm playing this one on my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. iPad here. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game week. Yeah, 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 you effing with some wet ass P-word. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P-word. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass P-word. Speed it up, N-word, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P-word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kangle Well, it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P-word is wet, come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines, uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar, like a, a lot more vulgar. I mean, it's just amazing in 2020. There's still sort of the tipper gore, you know, <laughs> criticism of, of people performing music and stuff. Um, but yeah, that was a joy of mine from 2020. What do you got? Um, I've got, um, I'm sorry. Um, I've got, I've got Kerosene by Eve Toomer, a selection off of um, the Heaven to a Tortured Mind album. This was, um, I think, more earlier in the year, um, but it really stood out to me uh, as kind of a singularly um, 
just like really, really doing its own thing um, um, with this. It's kind of, I, I don't know how, if I had to kind of pin it down to like a genre or something, um, it's, it, I guess it's electronic, it's, it's psychedelic, it's, but it's, but it's almost kind of like the, um, the next, next generation of the whole kind of like uh, psychedelic soul, like Sly and the Family Stone almost, but, but it's the, you know, you've got the, um, you've got like samples and, you know, a lot of like the synthesizers and stuff. And there's actually a, I think the guitar solo that's in this one is like a sample of something. Cause I was looking, I was hunting around on um, like discogs and stuff and trying to find a credit to who plays the guitar solo. So mm. I'm not going to find it anywhere. So I think it's probably a sample, but anyway, uh, here's a, a kerosene. Wait, get back on. but there's kind of a cool cool use of uh, stereo sound on on that track as well kind of a, oh yeah you don't don't see that too often anymore but um yeah that's nice yeah i don't know too much about now are they um is that a single artist are they a group i think it's just a single single person i'm pretty sure yeah yeah i'm looking Dude. up uh, a little bit about yeah it looks like a single artist yeah i, I uh yeah, I definitely dug that. I don't know too much of his work and stuff, but um, it definitely has a very cool sound to it. Yeah. Um, next up, I got uh, my, my favorite album of the year is Haynes, Women in Music. Uh, I know I mentioned it on the last one, too, that uh, the Song Exploder podcast just did uh, Summer Girl, and it was a very cool little breakdown of that song. Um this one that I have is called uh, Now I'm In It. And I thought the whole album was just like, one, it, for some reason, it's still have that poppy L.A. Fleetwood Mac. I thought every song was just sort of a, not a classic, but I mean, some really good ones on there. Um, and this one I, I thought had the best sort of uh, kind of just all, all, all together sound. This one's called Now I'm In It. Looking in the mirror again and again Pushing the reflection will tell me something I, I can't get a hold of myself I can't get out of the situation Walking in the street light Thinking about last time This time I said I would do this right Said I would never break this promise But now I'm back to count it on us We cannot be friends Cannot pretend That it makes sense We cannot be Yeah. I was just going to say what's cool about this, you know, without MTV anymore, I, I don't know when videos are made, but just kind of looking on, on online here, it looks like a video is for it off to check that out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember hearing this, this album for the first time. Um, 
and I don't think I listened to the bonus tracks, but um, I, so I, I hadn't um, maybe heard this. I don't think I'd heard this one before you, you threw it on here, but it's a good track. Yeah. Yeah. The bonus tracks are like the best tracks too. It's really I'll, I'll have to check the rest of them out too. Yeah, kind of created the, the playlist or whatever on the, on the album. Uh-huh. Uh, just a second. All right. Um, so I've got I've got a cut off of the um, of last year's uh, Stephen Malkmus solo album. Um, I know they were kind of he was they were talking about some kind of pavement reunion at like a couple festivals I think and it it all got canceled. So um, I think that's just not not happening for the time being. Um, that's okay. Uh, we got this phenomenal solo record um, from from Steve and I, um, I put a different different song on the, the other take we did and we're just going to keep referencing this this mythical first take for the whole the whole podcast but, um, mm -hmm. um, uh, but I, I switched it out for uh, this called brainwashed um, I um, really just like the vibe of it it's um, the whole album is um, really really just a, um, a relaxing listen in a, in a way that a lot of a lot of his other stuff uh, isn't quite um, I, th I think um, it's like I think like the average beats per minute on these like this record has got to be like like 70 or 75 just like really just like some real dirges but it's um it's this one's um I, I find it to be pretty pretty mesmerizing especially just like the instrumental just the guitar work and stuff so nice. um, I did it all for the scratch success is it I just uh, saw today his self-titled album came out today 20 years ago. And, no way. Yeah. That's I think, crazy. Uh, he, he originally wanted to call it like Swedish reggae and Matador was like, eh, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> I don't know about that one. And, that's that's so. hilarious. I didn't yeah, know but who would have thought, I mean, I know for me, a big payment fan, uh, Stephen Malcolm was, was from my hometown, Stockton, California. And just to see here where his solo solo stuff is gone i would have never produced it after listening to payment but he's definitely got his own little uh muse that he follows and it's it's pretty cool yeah everything everything manages to sound sound really fresh i think which is which is very rare especially songwriters from that specific generation i think a lot of it just um even the their original stuff hasn't really hasn't really aged insanely well but but he's a major major exception so um all right. cool. Yeah, so I got two on here from the movie Soul. Um, this one's called The Great Beyond. It's kind of an ambient sort of negative space, kind of not much going on. But uh, I, I remember watching this and, and in the movie, uh, the main character Soul is sort of on his way to go to the afterlife. And, and this song comes on and at the time. I forgot Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. They kind of split with John Batiste, who's also I'm, I'm going to play a song from him. Uh, later on um but they kind of split the um the songs that they did composing and this one is sort of he's on the sort of escalator going to the afterlife and I, I just thought i had a it was almost very david lynch lynchian um kind of vibe to it and it was only till after that i kind of got the connection of, of kind of hearing this but um so if you're you know I, I imagine myself when i'm close to going to the afterlife this might be the song that i that i hear <laughs> Right. Oh. 
Oh wait, you had this at um. Oh no. It's... So just keep getting, does it keep keep getting louder the whole time? I was oh, I was almost like I didn't want to I didn't want to cut it off. I was like it's gonna no, no, the climax cool, yeah. is coming. It kind of keeps you in that in between state. Um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, the Ghost albums that he's done. Uh, of he, he I know um, Old Town Road was based off the sample off the first Ghost, and it's all basically very similar music of uh, instrumental ambient kind of drone-ish sort of yeah. uh, sounds and stuff but I, I could just to me listen to that stuff for a long time I wasn't for whatever reason I I didn't get into the most recent albums but again I think with time they'll, they'll grow on me mm -hmm. all right um I've got I think um this one is is probably um probably off of my what's what was my favorite favorite album of the year last year, which is the Flaming Lips, American Head. And uh, they've, um, you know what, they've been active for what, like 30, 35 years probably now at this point, they were making records in the eighties at some point. So 30 something years. And um, I, you know, some hits, some misses, but recent years, uh, they've just been insanely prolific, um, done all kinds of things. Um, and this this was I think this is probably one of the best one of the best things they've done in a while. My favorite since Yoshimi, um, and a song I picked from it's called uh, "At the Movies on Quaaludes." Uh, let's see. instrumental break there definitely yeah very good title too for the song it definitely i think gets the gist of what the song is about oh it gets gets right to it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> all right next one i got here is uh we debated uh taylor swift's music um and while i'm not a huge fan i definitely like that she creates her own stuff and i think the direction she's going in from where she's been is is for me at least going out on a limb of of pushing again not just settling for copycat stuff while still being very creative and also obviously very successful this one's called exile it's got bone Iver, bon Iver, um and 
I believe also I watched the documentary on Disney Plus. It has one of the artists from the National on there doing the piano and producing the album. Um, and again, just to see if you haven't seen the documentary, I'd recommend kind of watching this part. Um, he's in his gator, full on blasting into the microphone. And just to see him perform is I'm a huge Boney Bear fan and kind of almost anything he puts out, I really enjoy. So. And then this is sort of a sappy, syrupy prom dance kind of song. So I <laughs> if I if I heard any ears out there. I crown now I'm in exile seeing you out. I think I've seen this film before. So I'm leaving at the side door. So step right out. There is no see the um I, when you were first talking about her um i thought about this like how she's uh like re-recording her whole back yeah. she's got the first ones like on the way i guess she just announced it uh, that's kind of interesting yeah um, definitely so she can own the rights again good for her yeah, she's going to the all those lengths to do that like that's pretty much unheard of it's like yeah I, I, personally I, if i were like in in her shoes um i can't imagine you know going back to songs that i wrote you know over a decade ago and being like all right let's let's do this again but like yeah is it gonna like is she gonna go for the same exact sound or is it gonna be like how i, I just and i don't care that much about her music but it's like how much different is it gonna be you know I'm kind yeah, of i bet you it's gonna be better i i'm not i wasn't huge into her but i i try to listen to some of her older stuff and i think she's gonna put a little bit of a, a new quality to it but i think mm -hmm. the gist will still be the same yeah yeah all right um i've got um this is from the uh, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist um, collaboration that, that uh, came out um, last May. Uh, it's called Alfredo. Um, that, the album's called Alfredo. The track is uh, Scotty Beam. It's got a Rick Ross verse on it. I'm just gonna start from the beginning. I, I like uh, Freddie's first verse, probably the best on here. Um, this is just one of like top to bottom, one of my favorite, um, maybe my favorite uh, rap album of the year. Uh, pro probably if I had to, I had to pick one, but uh, here we go, Scotty Beam. Revolution is the genocide. Yep. Your execution would be televised. Don't cross me like Isaiah, that shit be ill-advised. Dark horse rap black sheep, they got me vilified. Castrated niggas and they feelings on IG. Won't ever let this industry demasculinize me. I do murder bare face, don't need no mask to disguise me. Do my effing in the stash, I think them crackers behind me. Hey. He pulled me over, I asked him, yo, what's the problem, sir? I swear to duck the potholes, man, I had no option, sir. Just let me go, cause my license insurance proper, sir. I hate to be on the run for smoking the officer. We were busting that police before. All right. And oh, I, I saw the chat that you sent, by the way. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, I was like struggling to read what you had on the paper. And I was like, oh, what does it say? Just type it in the chat. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Oh, you're, you, bro, you're muted. So I was gonna, I really, I haven't listened to too much of his stuff, but 
definitely would like to listen to more of it. And uh, I like the album cover too, Alfredo. Very unique. Oh, it's, yeah, that's, it's also definitely in the running for favorite album covers of the year. <laughs> All right, next one I got is uh, Bigger Than Us, John Batiste. I've, uh, I guess he's on Colbert's show. I don't watch it. He's the musical guy. Uh, when I, again, this, this is from Soul. Uh, this is the place that the music, when he kind of takes you to another place, and I thought just, it, you know, it's just like one of those things, cultural moment of just, I thought it was very, at least special. I think it, it transcends sort of what I think music's supposed to accomplish and go to. And, and uh, this one was definitely one of my favorites to, to listen to this year. <laughs> stay in the jazz realm here um i've got um go my heart go to heaven this is by shabaka and the ancestors uh for those of you who are not familiar with shabaka hutchings uh you may be familiar with uh, sons of Kemet, um or just maybe um I, he's just played uh, he's saxophonist uh from i want to say the bahamas somewhere in the caribbean he's played he's just, um, one of the more active jazz musicians uh right now um just like um how would i how would i characterize is um well you know what i'm just gonna play it um let's see here comparison uh would be not, not really the same thing but kind of kind of like kamazi washington kind of just like yeah. real like just like epic um uh afrofuturism kind of thing happening um got like yeah. the vocals in there too which is which is cool just looking up his stuff looks like he's from london grew up in barbados um, barbados there we go okay has an album of south african musicians and uh i know shabaka looked up as a Egyptian pharaoh from 600 BC. Interesting. Okay. Good stuff, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, this one next is called Places, Plans by Skull Crusher. Uh, this, uh, her name's Helen Ballantine, um, and I think she's relatively new from LA. 
And I know I was inspired to put this on after listening to your to your list of songs that you shared. I thought it kind of fit the same, you know, solo guitar, solo singer, guitar, coffee shop kind of feel to it. So I, I just thought it was one of those songs that not a lot going on, but deep and uh, resonates a lot. from from what phoebe bridgers is doing kind of a similar, mm -hmm. similar voice yeah. even um but yeah i really like that um all right yeah so another another uh, singer songwriter um i've got uh something off of waxahachie's um saint cloud album that came out pretty early in the year um it's uh called ruby falls i um this one is kind of um kind of stood out to me from the rest of the record um not that the rest of the songs uh, aren't aren't good as well but um and i thought i thought this one was um just kind of just kind of really exploring uh, new territory with um with um and she's played a lot of different styles over her career but um this anyway uh, this is uh, uh ruby falls I take flight on borrowed time Look at us, men in bright It a grind itself Faithful to a life underground And when the picture groove at the end of that one yeah uh so speaking of prior to that phoebe bridgers i think uh this this one i was unaware i had to look up we talk we'll talk a little bit more about her but she does seem to be everywhere and i wasn't even aware she was the the singer on this one with the 1975 song jesus christ 2005 god bless america um yeah i just Again, I, it's, it always amazes me. I guess she was just on Saturday Night Live. And I didn't really dig the whole album when it first came out. And I, I still probably have to, again, give my give myself a chance to get around to it. But this was the song that I, I thought just, again, was one of those nice songs that stood out for me. Um, definitely um, in 2020. I'm in love with the girl next 
just kind of looking up the uh, walks that she uh, bring up what we were just talking about before it said that in interviews her most recent album was largely written about her decision to get sober that's, that's right of- yeah yeah I had read that as well um, I think she actually just yesterday I want to say did like uh, some kind of live session thing um, yeah. on, I forget what it maybe it was like a radio station can't remember um, but um, I've yet to check that out but yeah I, I saw some stuff on on Twitter about that. Um, all right, so um, so now I've got a um, I'm gonna gonna follow that up with a, a selection off of off of Phoebe's Punisher album uh, from um, I guess it was February last year, about this time last about this time last year. Um, I went with um, I know the end, uh, my favorite track personally on the album, um, and just like a real just kind of. Um, release of um you know whatever it is that uh she needed to release and a great just amazing way to conclude um what was one of my my favorite all-around albums of the year um I know you you liked this track probably yeah. a lot more than the other stuff on it um i think it sums up 2020 <laughs> uh yeah it's it's it really just like like catharsis is probably the best there the you best go. word for it. Um, so I've got. I'm just gonna play like the last uh, minute, minute or so. Of it. Two questions for you. Did you uh, did you see her Saturday Night Live performance? I did. Yeah. Okay. Was it pretty good? It was. Yeah. Yeah. The performance is good. It's just the thing is like, and no one can get past the guitar smash. It's like no one's gonna remember. No one's gonna remember the actual music she played or or whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, what's your take on the guitar smash? If I may. I think ask. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are. I mean, people are it really, sums people up really the song. Shitting their pants about it, but um. Yeah, they should. It's an. It's sort of. A, you got it right with catharsis. It's a release. It's awesome. And my other question was, um, does does the rest of the album, her songs, feature like horns and strings, like a, or is that sort of the only one that has that backing? Um, maybe like sparingly, but this is the okay. only one where you get that full band kind of thing happening. Yeah. And 
think it's I want to say it's Nate Wolcott from Bright Eyes on trumpet there at the end. Mm, nice. I, I could be full of shit, but I, I think since he, she's got like the Connor Obers connection. I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah, that's um, cool. On the trumpet. He um and even if it's not factual, we're making it factual, right? Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know who else it would be. So all right. Yeah. Um last song. Um one more year or my favorite not my favorite song but one of my favorite songs and totally reminds me will remind me forever for the rest of my life in 2020 uh it's the first song off the slow rush one more year um we're gonna play it about a minute in and it's just something you know it's i read a little bit about kind of how he he created the song and it was sort of just in parts and you know sort of uh phrases that caught him and sort of loopy and i just thought you know with with you know, 2020 being sort of the sort of a pivotal year in the way of people doing things, it, it just kind of stood out for me of just like one more year of having to go through this. And it just sort of became the anthem for me of just kind of, you know, sticking with it, going with it. And uh, I just thought the song, too, by itself is um, one of my favorite songs by them. So this one is one more year. Another song that I think perfectly sums up uh, 2020. Do you remember we were standing here a year ago? Our minds were racing and time went slow. If there was trouble in the world, we didn't know. If we had a Something uh, again bouncing around all the. I was looking at the Phoebe Bridgers stuff, and uh, she made that album at Sound City. Did you happen to listen or watch that documentary by Dave Grohl? I did not. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it went out. I thought it just shut down because I know he got the uh, soundboard from them, but uh, I'm not sure if they came back up or whatever. Cool, man. Well, hey, this was good. Um, Put 2020 to rest finally. Um, thanks for coming on and, and sharing your favorite songs. Absolutely. It's always a blast. Um, we, uh, hopefully we can, we can, uh, do this again before our, before the best of 2021. Um, maybe just kind of share some, share some, some cuts, um, from, from past, present and future. Um, just kind of, yeah, just kind of shoot the shit, but this was great. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Thanks, Tim. All right. Take it easy. Okay. Bye.